0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Effortless Weddings Podcast. My name is Heidi, I'm your host, a marriage celebrant in Melbourne, and each week I talk to a wedding industry professional about how we can help you with planning your wedding. Not anyone else's idea of a wedding, your wedding, an event that is meaningful to you. We guide you through figuring out what that means with the aim of making it all completely effortless i chat with jessica mccall a photographer who takes passion and excitement to the next level in her quest to capture your special moments a fan of natural lighting and fun prompts jessica will do whatever it takes to help you feel comfortable and bring out your real smile hi jess thank you for joining us on the effortless weddings podcast how are you today
1: Good. How are you, Heidi? It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. It's actually really kind of you and I was very excited about it. So thank you.
0: Oh, you're more than welcome. We just want to feature all the good suppliers that Melbourne has to offer and you are on that list, of course.
1: <laughs> oh, That's very nice.
0: Yeah. Well, at the time of recording, it's meant to be 30 degrees on a Sunday and restrictions have started easing. So we're starting to get back into the wild world of weddings. How's things going for you?
1: Pretty good. uh, How good it will. I mean, at the moment it's, it's kind of blue out there kind of, but it's, uh, it's supposed to be much warmer, but that's okay. It's good. It's been nice to kind of get a little bit of summer back, um, which kind of already lifts the spirits a little bit more, I think for me. Um, but yes, it's been good. Like we've had, we had our brides messaging going, think this one's going to happen. We think we're actually going to be able to do it. And so we've had a little bit of a celebration with them online at the moment still. Um, (laughs) but it'll be really nice to start catching up with them in person and finally be able to get some things planned, um, which will be really good. So really keen to get back, um, mainly starting them for next year. So towards the end of this year, it'll be a bit quieter, which is fine. Um, everyone can enjoy their Christmas and then we can get into some parties uh, in 2021, which is very cool.
0: Yes. It's so much good stuff to look forward to in 2021. I think everybody is saying this is going to be our year. This is going to be yeah. our year. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It is. It is. Yeah. And you are a photographer. So I guess we should start with tell us all about what kind of photography
1: services you offer, what you do, not just for weddings, but everything. Beautiful. Um, so I, I love what I do sometimes a little bit too much. I'm always telling my husband that I'm, I'm sitting, I'm going, Oh, what if I could do like, um, this kind of niche photography or this kind of niche photography? Cause I get a little bit too excited. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I specialize in, in weddings and families mainly at the moment. Um, I, love everything about it. Um, I do do a little bit of newborn photography, which is mainly to tie over my cluckiness a little bit. Um, (laughs) it's, it's kind of helping kind of not, it's kind of making me worse. That's okay. Um, I get to give them back when they start crying. So it's all right. Um, but yeah, so focus mainly with families and portraits and, and people, which is the best job ever in the world. Um, so I'm very grateful and very lucky to have kind of Pushed through the first few hard years of starting a business a couple of years ago and going, no, this is going to be good. Like, we're just going to smash it out. And, um, I think having lots of return clients and people who are, um, like having their babies and then having more babies and uh, Heidi, um, (laughs) um, and also just being able to, go through each stage of life is really amazing. Like really cool. So very lucky and very, very happy about what I get to do. Um, and very excited to get back into it. Yeah. It's
0: all just moments of joy, really, isn't it? Like it's all those moments yeah. of people coming together and connecting that you get to be a part of. It's so special.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, it's the best. Yeah. So lucky. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Yeah. And you said you launched just a couple of years ago. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So I've, I've, i probably started people ask me how long I've been a photographer for. And I'm like, well, in year 12, I started, but I was also in year 12 and I was 17 years old. So, and there's nothing to say that young people can't start up these amazing businesses and um, take their creative flares and kind of create something big out of them. But I think for me, it was very much like started off with my good old little pink Oh, I don't even know what it was like a Sony, maybe like a tiny little one and had the little LCD screen and, um, take photo shoots of my sisters. So I have three older sisters, um, and a foster brother. And so I used to use them as my little models. Um, but I wouldn't really call that me starting my business. So it was probably only in <laughs> two thousand and what year is it now? See, this whole year is like a write-off in my brain. 2020. Yeah. So 2000 and probably 2016 or 2015 was when I really started to kind of um, work a bit more harder on my business and how I wanted to run it and um, the way that I wanted to interact with clients and how I wanted to book weddings and uh, do a little bit more of that. Cause I also do my nannying on the side. So um, I kind of was hoping to move a bit more into that. So I thought, Hey, I've got to actually do something. So I've got to work really hard. So the push has been, um, challenging at times. Um, didn't know if I'd make it through cause there is a lot of photographers out there. Um, but yeah, we made it. And so now I've been doing it still part time, but, um, probably the last three years has been a bit of a, a bit of a shift, um, which is super exciting. So it's very cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's oh, so much fun to be part of this industry, isn't it? It's just
1: more, yes. more, more, more
0: weddings. More yeah. weddings.
1: <laughs> Everyone get married.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Very so, true. as you said, there's lots and lots of photographers out there, and I know how that feels. There's lots and lots of celebrants out there as well. Mm-hmm. So we should probably talk a little bit about what your point of difference is, or what your individual style is. Like, how would you describe that for our couples?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think the thing that I um, that the difference between some other photographers, especially in Melbourne is um, probably my style of editing and also my style, my style of just like maybe my personality a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit crazy, not going to lie. Um, I'm a bit of a, I, I sometimes get a little bit too excited and too involved in people's weddings. I'm like sitting there like, yeah, at the reception, like cheering in their speeches. And I have no idea who the people are, but I'm just excited for them. So, but that's something that I really want to portray. Like I want people to walk away from their wedding day going like, we just thought Jess was a friend. Um, she was just like here as a guest and um, have the guests go. Oh, so how do you know the bride and groom? And I'm like, I don't like, I'm just, I'm just here and I love it. Um, so that's, that's pretty special. And I think hearing that from guests and couples is probably what I, what I strive to the most. Um, is to make the day as comfortable as possible for them Um, but so my editing style is a little bit different so a lot of um, photographers especially in Melbourne and and Queensland uh, um, have that really it's beautiful that really beautiful like moody tone dark tones whereas um, I love my colour I love my blues and my greens. so I actually um, draw them out a lot in my photos. so my style is a little bit different um, and I like to keep um, my photos looking as natural as possible. So instead of having these big blaring lights, which again can look so stunning, um, is, is just not quite my style of work and same with my newborns. It's very much like natural lighting, love being outdoors. Um, I just, if the sun's setting, we race out there in the middle of the reception and we go for it. Um, but, um, that's kind of really, I don't know why, but it's always been like my style. I just like to keep things natural and fun and playful and just bring out the color. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I'm probably a little bit different to most photographers in, in Melbourne and up the coast. So, um, yeah. And that's all right, though,
0: because there's something out there for everyone. So I'm sure there's plenty right. of people listening and plenty of people out there planning their weddings that are looking for that style of photographer and plenty looking yeah. for the other styles as well. So yeah, it's good to showcase sure. everything that's on offer. For sure. Yeah. And being that you're into the natural lighting, the, the natural photos, like you said, your personality would come into play a lot in terms of helping people to feel at ease and to just be natural at the photo shoot. Mm. Do you think that's something that you can learn or do you think that
1: it just comes to you? Um, I definitely think, I mean, I'm a kind of person that's like, you can learn anything. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like you can start learning anything if you want to. Um, And for me, I probably only really started to do less posing and more just whatever's happening, like prompts. So more, prompts from from posing which some people don't sometimes know the difference so for me I used to do a lot of posing like oh snuggle in like this or put your hand here or just you know touch each other's faces and all that cute lovey-dovey stuff um doing it with the boys in the mornings of weddings is the most hilarious part of my day normally (laughs) uh, because they're like I'm always like, I know you don't want to do this. You guys just like dress each other up. You can do it and as manly in as manly um, in a more manly way, or just mess around. Like I couldn't care less. Like you just do you guys. Um, so um, nowadays, I'm much more like um, if I take my my couples out or my bridal parties out. It's very much like. Um, just asking them those little prompts like, Oh, who smelt the worst this morning, which is kind of what I use with my family sessions with toddlers, but it sometimes comes out just as fun. Um, but the aim for, for that is more just to go for people to feel comfortable enough to just be themselves. And a lot of the time it doesn't matter for them, like what, what their natural look looks like because it's them. So when they see their photos, they're like, Oh, that's so us." Like that's my husband's real smile. Or that's, um, that's like, I can tell that we're genuinely really happy there rather than look at each other and smile, like look into each other's eyes, um, which I still do sometimes do things like that. Um, But I think for me it's more conversational rather than opposing kind of thing so there's there's my favorite I have my favorite prompt which is I'll get the husband behind um his lovely new wife and he has to whisper in her ear what they had for breakfast but he has to do it in the most seductive way that he possibly can and so most <laughs> of the time the guys can't even get out one word because like toast and they can't even get out one word before they're both just losing in laughter and I'm sitting there like absolutely laughing my head off um yeah and That's another, like, I just like to laugh with them. It's just, I want it to be like, it's supposed to be the best day of their life. So if I can be there to help portray that in um, still images, then that's, I can walk away feeling really good knowing that it was just the best day for them. So um, it's heaps of fun. I just love it. It's so good. It's great.
0: (laughs) That is going to be a big takeaway from this episode. I think (laughs) is the seductively whispering what we had for
1: breakfast this morning. That is hilarious. (laughs) I can tell you my husband did not do that. My husband didn't do it on our wedding day. I was like, do it, do it. You have to do it because that's what I do. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And I was like, no.
0: No, I love
1: that though because like you
0: say, it's creating an opportunity for them to have a moment. So Mm. yeah, there are occasions where you're going to need to do the pose shot. You need some images of them kissing. You need some images in this location or with the bridal party or whatever it might be. You need a bit of that. But yeah, yeah, for you to be able to get their personalities out and to get their real smiles and their real laughs, those, mm. yeah, creating those opportunities for those moments is so good. I love how you're getting, uh, like you're working hard at being creative with that. I love that.
1: Oh, thanks. That's really nice. <laughs> you would know you're also a very creative human yourself. So um, I'm sure you've had your moments of going okay, this couple, we need some laughs. We need some giggles. Yeah. What could we do here? <laughs> it's a very creative industry. And I think, um, a lot of people might not always like you, you think, you know, oh, you're a creative. That's really cool. But sometimes we really need to be creative. Hey, yeah. um, which is, which is all part of the job. So it's, it's pretty yeah. cool, but
0: Yeah, I mean, we're working with human beings who have their own Mm. lives and their own emotions. We don't know how stressed they've been leading up to the wedding. We don't know how much Mm. they slept the night before. You know, we don't know about all the tiny little nuances of each individual person and what they've been going through. So
1: all that we're doing
0: is trying to get there on the day and make it as good for them as we can. So I love Mm. your approach to that.
1: That's so nice. (laughs) No, that's, that's very true. You really don't, you don't know. And like all the family things that happens at weddings, like it's, yeah full on sometimes like really full on so even making family photos like people think that's such a simple part of the day but sometimes that can take the longest because you know you have elderly family members who just don't really know what's going on you're like let's go catch them we'll come we'll bring them back over here they can they can sit next to me um while we wait for their photo and there's just so many things that people don't fully realize about a wedding day um that yeah we have to be super aware of when we're working with them so it's like how can we make this easier for you because ultimately we want this to be the best day. So um, yeah, it's really awesome what you just said. It's it's a really good reminder for me as well. So thanks for that.
0: <laughs> you're welcome.
1: <laughs> well, like you say, it's not easy.
0: I mean, whether you're mm. out doing the portraits with the couple in their wedding party or whether you're doing the family shots or the group shot, there's, mm. there's often, there's almost mm. always someone who doesn 't love being in photos there 's almost <laughs> always at least one person Correct. who doesn 't like to pose or doesn 't like their smile or just doesn 't yep. feel comfortable in front of the camera so that is probably your biggest challenge wouldn 't you say is working with people that aren 't comfortable in front of the camera
1: yeah pr- yes that 's definitely true, especially when it is the bride or and the groom, which I have had before um, and again you just you just got to like, you just do what you do like you just make them let them go off for a walk. I, that's when I get my, my big zoom lens out. So they just don't even know that I'm there. Like, it's just like, you guys go and have a moment to yourselves. Um, and that's when they get the nice ones. Cause they're like, okay, no photographers around. Let's just relax. It's fine. Um, but yes, it's, it's probably one of the biggest challenges when someone's like, I'm not smiling. I'm not, I don't want to be in this photo and you can see it in their face and you're like, it's okay. Like, it's going to be so quick. We're going to do this. We're going to get through it. So, um, But it's still good fun. But yes, it's very true.
0: Yeah, it's one of the challenges of the job is um, helping people (laughs) that are uncomfortable become comfortable. That's (laughs) right. Yeah. So when a couple comes to you and is considering making a booking, obviously you're going to want to know a date or at least an indication of a date. But is there anything else that you like to know from the couple before you can take the booking or in the process of taking the booking?
1: Um, I think um the probably the top things that are really important to me is i love to know where they're getting married and that's purely for my sake because i'm like i just love to know like and and that kind of sometimes can um just create more of a genuine connection with them because if they go there you know getting married at um, an estate that i've done a wedding at before i'm like oh that's a gorgeous like place like the staff there are amazing um so it just kind of allows me to have a bit more of a connection with them especially if i've never met them before um, but yes, the date is obviously a pretty, a pretty important one. Um, I would love to just be like, sure, let's do it. Don't know what day we're getting married. Let's crank it out. <laughs> um, um, and I like, really like to know what both, both the names are that are getting married because it's, I know for me, it's so easy because a lot of the time I will be talking to the brides. Um, cause, uh, we are not all the time men out there, but we are normally the organizers of these things. Um, so it's normally the females who I talk to or the, or the one of the brides. And so we, I like to always know, oh, sorry, what is your partner's name? Because in my diary, I'm just going to have your name written there on the, on the wedding date. So, um, and I like to make sure I'm engaging with both of them so that when we have our catch-up, which is normally the next step in making a booking um, for some clients, they, if they've never met me before, Um, they just want to meet me in person, which is totally fair enough. And I would be the same if I had never met someone who was doing my wedding. Um, so, um, that's also really important for me to, to attend and like get to that meeting and know about them and about them as a couple and how they got, how they, how he proposed or asking him that question while we're there. But just having a bit more of a relationship built around it before we even put a deposit down, um, it's really important to me. And um, I hope it's really important to my clients to kind of build that rapport with me a little bit more and find some connections and find some genuine, like, common ground um, so that they feel really comfortable with me. And it's not to say I'm only wanting to find out more about you because I want you to book me. It's like, okay, is this going to work? Because for some people, they don't want a, like a really exuberant photographer like me. Um, and in saying that I can obviously mellow down when needed, um, ask my husband, it's sometimes it's a struggle, but we get there. Um, (laughs) um, for some, it's really important for them to have someone who's just really reserved, like quiet, will just be in the background. Um, so it's really important that that's, that's known from the beginning. Okay. Are we going to be able to work together well? Um, Is there a connection here? Because obviously that's going to help the comfort for them on the day of how they feel around me. Because I'm obviously there a majority of the day with them. Um, So it's important that they feel comfortable with me and with me around for those really potentially intimate moments, like in the morning with the girls or um, some, some couples have like religious practices that they do before their ceremony. So it's important that they are comfortable with having me there. So um, I think all of that, is a, a long answer for you there. Sorry, Heidi, no, but it's good. But, um, Go for it. Yeah, But I think a lot of that stuff that I like to know beforehand is just about having that genuine connection and making sure that, um, yeah, I know when their wedding date is, that's very important. Yeah. That was probably the top <laughs> one there in all that conversation. So
0: um, yeah. I mean, I know like coming from the perspective of the celebrant, when I'm dealing with my couples, I often mm. ask them, not only where are you getting married, um, but how long do you want for photos? Because that has a yeah. big impact on what time the schedule, like the, the mm. schedule of the day, works. So, yeah. you know, we can't be having a ceremony at two o'clock if you only want to do an hour for photos, and you want that hour to be right around sunset. You know, so. Yeah. Like, I know for me, working out the schedule for the day is like, what kind of photos do you want? What kind of event are you having at the reception? Where Mm. is it all going to be? Like, there's a few things that come into play, but yeah, they're the nitty gritties we get to after we've gotten to know the couple and gotten the genuine connection, like you said. It's very important.
1: Yes. It's almost like we like for you, I'm sure it's like, you're a celebrant, but also kind of a wedding planner because you go through that whole process with them and go, Hey, these times, um, we can, we can switch them around a little bit. So then you have more time for this later. So it's like, look at us go We're just a bit of everything, um, on the wedding day for them and in the process. So, um, it's, yeah, it's very true. You kind of go, okay, you look at all those nitty gritty timeline things and go, how's this going to work? And you do have to think about the other, like, I have to think about videographers um, and the way that they do things. Um, So obviously I like to work with the same videographers in as many weddings as I can, um, which I think is why it's really cool to partner with other, you know, vendors in, in business with weddings, because it's like, you just, you can tell like when everyone's just like meshed and like on the same page, you're like, this is going to flow. We got this. Um, So yeah, it's almost like we turn into little, Little event planners at the same time as, as being a celebrant or photographer or videographer or wedding planner. So, um, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. It's like between the entire team of suppliers
0: that you've hired, we make one big wedding planner.
1: (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: great. And what do you think are some of the top questions that couples tend to always ask you before they want to book you? Are there certain things that everybody always wants to know?
1: That's a really good question. Oh, watch out! Um, <laughs> <Don't you. laughs> Stop it! Um, I think there's there's probably like a like a uh, a timeline one and a literal question that they ask about the process of um, everything. So a lot of um, couples will ask, "How many photos do I get?" Um, in that certain package, um, and like it's really hard sometimes because some people have. They want to go to like three different spots for photos. So obviously there'll be way more variety, but also there's some people who don't want to have as many group photos or bridal party photos. So it's hard to answer that question. But normally I just say, look, you get all like basically all of the photos. If you're not blinking, if someone's not sneezing or like doing something random in your photos, which you probably won't want unless it's really hilarious, um, Yeah, Yeah. I generally keep them out, but I give my couples everything. So I edit um, basically every single different photo that I capture that's different. Um, I hand it to them. So that's kind of my short answer to when they ask that question. But another one, which is very popular is how long do you think we need four photos? Um, Which is kind of what you said before. Um, And again, that kind of is um, sometimes more of a, around their personality because like I said, in the last question they asked, some people are happy to do three hours worth of photos. And even for me as a photographer, on our wedding day, we had two and I was knackered. So yeah. to any bride who has done that, I commend you, especially with me there because that's, you know, yeah. that's <laughs> I, I salute you. That's amazing. Um, but I think normally I, because um, of the way that I do like the running of a day in the afternoon, bridal party photos and couple photos is... I have the whole bridal party um, generally for about half an hour, maybe 45 minutes um, to get some photos of just guys, just girls, um, all of you together, do all those really fun ones. And then I generally actually send the rest of the bridal party off um, or to the back to the reception if it works with driving and all that fun stuff um and i sometimes keep the maid of honor or someone from the bridal party to be my veil person so i normally have my allocated veil person for the afternoon <laughs> if they have a veil which is very fun it's a very special job so if i've ever got you to do that it's it's you are very important um And then generally I take the couple off for maybe another 45 minutes, but that can go between 45 minutes and an hour and a half. Um, And that's totally dependent on the couples. And I always tell them in my, um, in my little meetings with them, I go, if you are exhausted, please don't keep pushing through. Like if you're completely done with photos, even though they've said we want to do an hour and a half of photos, just of us. um, I say, awesome. If you're exhausted on the day, just like, give me a little, we're done. Like, give me a yeah. little sign. We're finished no more smiles. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to make you race around in paddocks with long grass as beautiful as it is. My one goal is that you have the best day ever. And if you're going to be exhausted by the time you get to your reception from smiling, then I haven't done my job well. <laughs> so um, that's probably the, the second most common is, is, is that one. Um, and again, cause it's so different for everyone. I just go, Let's just say, like, what have you got so far? And do you guys want lots of photos? Do you have one spot to go for photos? Because if it's only one spot, you probably will do a little walk around, do a little loop. Um, and we can kind of smash them out in, in, a, in a nice relaxed sense of the yeah, term, yeah. of course. But um, yeah, but they're probably the top two. Like they're the first that came to mind. So I reckon they're the top two that I would get asked from clients. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like you're saying, it's like it takes as long as it takes. You get as many photos yeah. as I take, you know, you get as yeah. many hours as we need. The yeah, every couple's so yeah. different. Every day is so different. And I imagine if you're there on the day and things are really flowing really nicely and, you know, they want a bit more, you're not going to say no to that either. Yeah.
1: Or, no, sorry, yeah. time's up. Sorry, this yeah. is the special. <laughs> I know it's your day, but this is not happening. <laughs> of course not.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's horrible. Um, yeah, and no, I said you were only yeah. getting 200 photos, so yeah. you hit that quota. I can't take another photo. <laughs>
1: Tap out. Sorry. See you later. I'm out.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, I shouldn't laugh because it's hor- that would be so horrible for a client. It would be horrible. It'd be so bad. I can completely understand why couples are asking because they're probably thinking, Are there photographers out there that would do this? Are there people Mm. out there? Yeah, any supplier that would just say, No, that's the cutoff. That's all you've paid for. That's all you're getting. Whereas it's good for the for everybody to know that, like you say, because we're creatives, uh, you know, it's a creative industry and it's all about giving the couple the best day as possible. Generally your suppliers are not just gonna cut you off. At a certain point. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Oh dear. It's yes, it's very true.
0: Yeah. And I imagine there's some pretty different considerations that you might take into account with all the different parts of the day. So Mm. how how does your style of photography, does it change at all from the getting ready to the ceremony, to the portraits, to the reception, does your style change at all? Or is it pretty consistent the whole day through?
1: Um, I like to keep it pretty consistent. Um, like, I think the only part that would be a little bit more, um, what's the word?
0: Like formal? Like, like, going, yeah. The I only part that I prob-
1: yeah. Yeah. So the, the only part that I'd probably keep more formal is in the morning when I get like the shoes, the rings, the, all of that little pretty stuff that I generally actually form, I have to formulate a picture for those things. Um, so it's not like, okay, shoes, look at each other. Look at those twinkling yeah. eyes. Oh my goodness. You're just beautiful. So, um, that's probably the most formal part of the day, but all in all, I I really like to keep it consistent so that by the start of the day, the end of the day, I've just been the same the whole day. Um, I've just been someone in the background that's, that's, um, like a friend, that's kind of someone that's there to just capture the best parts of their day really. So, um, and then there's like yeah. a consistent theme
0: across all the photos. You can sort of see the flow mm. of the day and
1: yeah. Yeah. Like I like to keep it kind of looking, looking like a story. So when, yeah. when I upload them to their online, the online platform that I use as my um, online albums, I like it to be like you scroll through. And it's literally like you're seeing the day happen as it is, which is probably what a lot of photographers do. But um, it's actually really special to watch, like look through and watch as the emotions come in. Um, like the most emotional parts of the day for a bride and groom are generally different. Um, So it's kind of nice to see those different parts of the day kind of flow from one to the next. Um, And for them to relive those emotions as well, like kind of in, in a really um, smooth, smooth way. And they might not have known that I was there to take those photos. So um, it's really cool to kind of watch that unfold for them as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The surprise ones are always the best. I love those.
1: Yes, they are. (laughs) <laughs> that's so true i thought on my wedding day i would not have any surprise photos i was like i'm a photographer but i'm also a bride but like i know what's going on i know what they're doing um my poor husband said when we we're planning the wedding he goes I don't want anything to do with picking a photographer because that's yeah. just, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near there. Sorry. And I was like, fabulous. Cause I already have my list. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh dear. But um, sure enough, there were surprises. There were surprise photos. And I was like, good. I was hopefully not thinking too much about photos on my own wedding day, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is sometimes hard to do when you're in that industry. But um, yeah, I was like, there are definitely the surprise ones. And they're generally almost the favorite ones. Um, yeah, because they were unseen. So yeah. um, it's pretty cool. I like it. I yeah. did want to ask
0: you too, with the ceremony, I'm going to go through a few different phases here. Go for it. Uh, your thoughts on unplugged ceremonies? Oh, goodness. Here we go.
1: Oh, goodness. You can be as
0: controversial as you like. To <laughs> you I've, be, be...
1: I've got to be real careful here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, ultimately for me, it's more... See, this is hard because I'm not going to lie. Um, I am probably someone at weddings who does like to get their phone out. When I'm not the photographer, I'm like, no, but I need my photo because it's my photo. I need to take it. <laughs> um, so in, in saying what I'm about to say, I also like to be one of those people. Um, in saying that, I'm a little bit more aware of kind of what's going around me. Um, whereas you get, there's, there's always the the beautiful auntie or the grandma or the mother-in-law, they're just, they just, they're trying to sneak it in and it's just so obvious because they're normally at the front. Um, as a photographer, I'm like, I, I really, I understand where you're coming from, but put it down, like put it down. Yeah. <laughs> but um, obviously I never go and like <laughs> tap them on the shoulder. Um, but I, I think unplugged ceremonies are really beautiful because even in photos, you can tell if people are, Um, like focused on what's actually happening or whether they're like, I'm just going to pop up my phone. And generally it sticks out like a sore thumb too in a photo. So if you have a photo from like um, behind the bride and groom facing the ceremony, so all of the guests are kind of in that image too, you can almost see straight away the people that have their phones out. And again, it's, it's not to say like, it's wrong. You're ruining their wedding photos or anything like that. But I think in, in just like a, like a side note kind of sense, like it, it makes it a lot nicer for the bride and groom to look back and go, wow, like, look at everyone just looking at us. And some, some couples are like, oh my goodness, everyone's looking at us. So there's two ways they can see that. (laughs) Um, But I think unplugged is a very good way to go. And you never want someone's phone to go off. Um, or something like that to happen. I, I, one time I was at a wedding shooting the wedding and, um, one of the groomsmen's phones were on and it was on loud. It starts ringing. And I was like, Oh no. And everyone laughed and had a little <laughs> giggle, but I was like, can you imagine if that was just in the middle of the kiss? Like it's just all the vows, like something yeah. so like sincere and sentimental. Oh no. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, there's often a, a part of the ceremony that I offer to all of my couples where do you want to acknowledge yeah. family or remember loved ones? Oh, so we might just be acknowledging yeah. that people couldn't travel to get here, like particularly during times of COVID mm. um, and things like that as well. Or we might be specifically remembering loved ones mm. who have passed and couldn't be with us. Imagine a phone oh, ringing man. in the middle of that, like, yeah, worse timing. Oh, no. So, That's-
1: <laughs> I haven't actually had have it Have you had a happen. happen before? Yeah. No,
0: no. But yeah, I'm an advocate of the unplugged wedding. I just think from so many different Mm. perspectives that, as you say, I get why people want to take photos and I completely understand that. But when you're talking about paying a professional who's taking your lifelong memory photos, we don't want to see an iPhone or an iPad screen in there or covering someone's face and from the celebrant perspective i'd like you to be engaged in the ceremony i'd like you to be listening to what's being said as opposed to framing up your shot so yeah like there's
1: also for you i guess there's the um the whole like audio perspective like if it's if you're out somewhere like you know, in the middle of a forest or a park, where it's like you've really got to be careful with your audio and how you get it set up. Well, if someone's phone like does that little, it makes that like buzzing noise in your in the mic or the speakers, yes. and you're like, "Whose is it?" I'm just going to call them out right now. Thank you very much. But um,
0: yeah, <laughs> I should start doing that, calling people out.
1: Stand up, face the face the class. <laughs> <laughs> now you get to write on the blackboard a hundred times over. I will never yeah. bring my phone out at an unplugged ceremony.
0: Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that I'm talking to my couples about is creating opportunities for everybody Mm. else to get their phones out because I feel like that's the best of both worlds then because you've got shots when nobody's got their Mm. phone out, you've got times when everybody's paying attention to what's happening, and then you've got times where everyone can just have a good time and take their own photos, which would be cool too. Yeah, for sure. I like offering times for it, but when it's not the time, let's put them away <laughs>
1: just, keep them in the just just for a little bit and generally these days ceremonies are quite are getting quicker like almost so it's like it's you can do it like we need like a little egg timer like on the bottom of their chairs like do not touch your phone for this long um you have to hand in your phones now when you go into our unplug ceremonies just put them in the basket and you're not allowed to touch them oh did you imagine <laughs> that'll be a thing one day i reckon and when you, when you- Take your phone away, you're gonna to have to put a glove yeah. on
0: to take it oh, out because of action oh control goodness. now. It's very true. That yeah, that
1: can't happen. That's it's not time that for that, is it.
0: is it? Oh golly. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe soon. Do you have a favorite part of the ceremony that when you're shooting it? Oh, yes. I have
1: two actually. Um I genuinely love vows. And I think for me, it's a it's a personality thing for me because um, I'm a words person. Like I love words of encouragement. I love words of affirmation. And I know for some couples, it can actually be really hard for them to do that. And so if they are doing their vows and if they get emotional, I, I might not even know these people and I'm sitting behind the camera going, hold it together, Jess, hold it together. Don't start crying. Don't get teary. (laughs) Um, but I actually find the vows really quite beautiful. And, um, I guess for me, it's also, it is that promise like of a lifetime um, and listening to what they're saying about each other. And you just, you just, even if you, like I said, didn't know them beforehand in of in your vows, or when they say their vows, I generally find out so much more about them as a couple um, just from what they've said. So that's a really special part for me. Um, and the other one is probably the whole, the whole of the like walking down the aisle, looking between the like father of the bride, the groom and the bride, um, it's, it's so special. And it's always so interesting for me as a photographer to see where people are looking. Because for me, if I'm actually at a wedding as a guest, I will, look at, I will look at the bride as she enters, but I will always look back at the groom. It's like off the, um, the movie. What is it? That movie. And he's like, I love to look back at the guy who's, you know, walking into it forever. I forgot what it's called now, but um, 27 Dresses. 27 Dresses. Yes. Oh, it's <laughs> such a good movie. <laughs> um
0: Classic. Cla- Everyone in the wedding industry oh, knows that, 100 yeah.
1: <laughs> It's so good. Um, oh, it's so good. I'm going to go watch it after this now, now that you've said that. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, but that's a really also a really special time because for me personally, um I walked down the aisle by myself. Um, and that was a really huge thing for me. For for multiple reasons, lots of family stuff there, but for me that was a a massive moment. So um, I, I don't know why, but it's just like the, you're literally walking towards your forever. Like, and it sounds so cheesy and I'm so sorry I said that, but it, it's just how it is. And like walking towards your person is just beautiful. And the fact that I can kind of stand behind and watch that all unfold is, and capture that is actually so like beautiful to me. And it's so heartwarming Um, and getting the whole like, it's an honor. Yeah, isn't it? it's the best. And just like getting the whole photo of like the groom through the brides, like through the gap, sometimes it's so hard to do. And I'm not getting them to like, oh, nope, bro. Nope. Okay, move this way. Nope. All right. Yep, cool. Like if it happens, it's gorgeous. And if it's a natural moment, it happens. But um, I generally really love to look genuinely, generally. It's the same thing, right? Generally, genuinely, genuinely. I'll just go genuine, genuinely, genuinely. Um, I really love to look. I need an English session after this, Heidi. Um,
0: I generally, I'm not going to correct <laughs> you on anything. I'm just going to let you go. I'm just going to go. Yeah.
1: I'm just going to keep trying to get the word out. Um, yeah. I love <laughs> to look back at the groom. It's just beautiful. And even the groomsmen, sometimes you'll be surprised at how like soft they turn and you're like, oh, cause normally us bridesmaids are like bawling our eyes out. Um, we love to cry. It's good. I I acknowledge that I'm definitely a crier. Um, and but watching the guys faces is actually sometimes really beautiful to see the, like, just a really simple, sweet kind of smile come out of them. And it's, it's really precious. But um, it's like they're proud of their bro. Yes, stop it. You know, <laughs> that's my boy. That's my boy. Um, yeah. Good old man loving. It's great. Um, yeah, they're probably my favourite parts of a ceremony, I'd say. Obviously, the kiss is great, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah that's course. always, that's always a good one as well. That needs to happen. So it's good. <laughs> Do you have a
0: favourite moment in the family photos or the portrait session?
1: Um, I think when it comes to the family photos, I generally, I'm, I'm in much more of like a business work brain when I'm doing my family photos because we've got the list. Generally, the bride and groom want to do that as quick as possible. So I, I actually, thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I have a favourite part. It's just, like, I just, that's that's the part of the day that I'm like, I do it. It's my, it's my one list part of the day. Um, so that's, that's actually really interesting because I've never thought about that. Um, but I think the part that I love the most in, um, bridal party photos or the portrait session with just the two of them is just the way that they can relax a little bit more because that's generally when those really sweet photos come with like really romantic little photos come out because they can just, and I tell them, I'm like, go for a walk, take a breather, tell each other about your morning, Um, and I just literally have them walk wherever we are. Um, and yeah, I think that's the bridal party photos are my, always my favorite part of the day. Favorite, 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 like the whole day. That's my favorite part. Um, yeah. (laughs) Cause it's just them like as they are and they get to celebrate. Yeah. And they go, we are married now. What, what the heck just happened? Like all those months of planning and we got here. So um, that's
0: it's that first real special moment, isn't it? Yeah. Where they are officially married. Yeah. So that's
1: really, that's probably my favorite part of the day, but it's pretty cool to be, again, be a part of that is just the best honor and privilege that you could possibly have. So um, it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, and so we've got to talk about the reception. Do you have a favorite part of the reception
1: that you like to capture? Um, Again, probably something that makes me a little bit emotional, is the father daughter dance. Um, and like the, those kind of moments, I always love the, the best man. Oh my goodness. The best man speeches. I don't know if it's just like something happens when someone's announced as a best man, but I don't think I've ever heard like a terrible best man speech in my life. Like, I don't think I have. Um,
0: I have, I
1: oh, have you oh, no. <laughs> I won't talk.
0: I won't talk about it, <laughs> but it was better placed at an 18th or a 21st. Oh, I'll say that. No. <laughs> and oh, it was no. just, a, there was so much cringe. There was so many people there that were just yeah. like, oh,
1: oh, why did you talk about that? Oh, yeah. no. And then when you feel it, you're like, come on, dude. Don't me can you see everyone like cringing? A little?
0: Yeah, it wasn't working. But anyway, that's Oh, fine. goodness.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've had like a few slower ones, like ones that are just like, they're still really lovely and they're still great stories. But oh man, I'd, yeah. I know not know whether just some magic fairy dust falls on guys when they're announced as them, but so good. They're always- You're the right. I laugh the most at. Um, yeah, the two extremes. So the part that I laugh the most at in a, in a reception is the like speeches, some kind of speech. Um, and the most emotional part for me is definitely like- Father daughter dance, or even the grandfather daughter dances, because they are just yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so heartwarming. Um, I'm not gonna oh. cry. I promise, I'm not gonna cry on your podcast, but um, because I, I didn't, cry I didn't much get to you have yeah, I <laughs> just be here weeping. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't get to have my granddad because he's from Tassie, and I my granddad is my best friend in the world. Like he's beautiful. Um, he's very unwell, so he couldn't actually fly down for our wedding in last year, um, in May. So having Cause he was going to walk me down the aisle, which is pretty special Oh, that so he couldn't. Um, so kind of knowing potentially what that means for some brides, I am not crying, I'm blinking a lot. It's <laughs> good. Um, I think the, the, that's, there's so many things like grandparents or parents that have those really, really strong relationships with their kids who are getting married and being able to photograph that is just like being able to live it for myself in a really weird kind of way. But um, and and knowing that relationship for them is just you can see it come out like in father daughter dances you can see the the fathers and daughters who are like super close, um, and some then break out into these crazy like I've had a barn dance done before by a oh, uh, a father daughter so dance it was amazing they started off like all nice and doing like a little waltz and then the music just like changed and they just went to town. It was amazing. Um, I love it. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite part of the reception and it's just a party. Like they just can fully let go. A lot of them just drink like fish. Like it's just like, they just go for it. And it's just great because that's how it's supposed to be. Like it's a celebration and um, yeah, just let loose really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, like you say, there's, there's all those ends of the spectrum like you know across the whole event of celebrating a marriage you've got all the stuff that's going to make you cry Mm -hmm. and all my listeners all of our listeners will know that Heidi loves the cheesy stuff Um, (laughs) right into it. I'm all about being fun and playful and then yeah. I love to sprinkle it with the cheese. i yes, all about it. That's <laughs> so, right. Yeah. The, those two ends of the spectrum, the fun, the playful, the laughter and the love and the cheese is mm. what makes a wedding so very special. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to be able to capture that range of the first look, the kisses, the dances, the fun, like all of it, yeah, it's really um, there's so many favourite moments, isn't it? It's all pretty amazing. 100%. It's the best. yeah so other than your own wedding do you have either an example of a favorite wedding that you've been a part of or even examples of elements that you believe make for the best wedding so it doesn't have to be a specific wedding as an example but things that you've come across in your experience that yeah make for the best weddings
1: I think that actually the first wedding that comes to mind as like one of my top weddings. And I remember doing actually a video on my, on my um, Instagram page because it was just so amazing. It was just such a different vibe at a wedding. Um, So it was so like, I was so humbled. It was so beautiful. I'm not saying this story to like make me have a big head, but it was just beautiful. So like we had, I'd had this wedding. It was a young couple, best bridal party. Like they just did anything and everything. They were jumping in the air. Like the guys were like, we'll climb a tree. Uh, I was like, yes, you guys. I'm just gonna hang out with you all the time. Um, and these guys were out in um, like past Geelong, so like it was a bit of a trek because I'm originally from Melbourne, um, so it was a bit of a trek to get there. But it was just so worth it. And then so we we kind of journeyed through the day together, and they invited me to have their little picnic with them. And I was like, oh, this is. And I was like, no, but I need to take photos to like sit down and eat something. And I'm like okay, okay. Um, So that was really lovely. But what had happened was by the end of the night, they had actually told some of their guests about me that like we had met a few times and that's kind of it. It was it started off as business kind of thing. And um, we then, when they took, um, they did like their sparkler exit and they raced out and we were like just going off. Like I was so excited. At that point, I was so comfortable with them. I was just like, yeah like i had a sparkler too like i ran back after taking photos and grabbed a sparkler because i was so excited and um then i stayed a little bit longer and you know helped do some things and finished up some photos and the bridal party had actually when i left they'd actually gotten people to line up for me and they'd clapped me to the car and i was like oh my goodness. And I got in my car, I weeped. I got in my car and I literally weeped. I was like, that was the most stunning thing anyone has ever done for me as a photographer. And uh, I'm not expecting all my uh, brides to do that for me now and couples (laughs) to do that for me now.
0: Take note, take note, (laughs) everybody listening. listening, (laughs) This is how you celebrate your suppliers.
1: (laughs) Every time they leave, every single one of them. Um, But for me, that was, was, yeah, a really humbling moment for me because I love what I do and I, I never expect anything like that um, to come from a wedding. Cause I'm literally there basically in the background of the day. Um, but to have that happen, it was just like, it was almost like a re- reigniting of why I love what I do. Cause although I'm there as, as a vendor and as someone who's doing a job and offering a business, I have the capacity over the course of a 10 hour day or 12 hour day or less or more to actually build a relationship with, not only the couple more, but the people that they hang out with and their family and their friends. Um, so that was definitely probably the best, but I think it's a lot about the culture of um, it's, it's really good to have things planned. And I, I'm a massive planner and organizer. So my day was like spreadsheet galore. Um shout out to all the nice spreadsheet couples out there. You're doing a good job because um, it's not easy sometimes. <laughs> um, but I think for me, it's, it's having that balance of organization, but also just like, enjoy yourself, like let things happen. Um, make sure you're laughing. Like I want them to go home. I want everyone to go home, including their bridal party and guests to go home going, I just feel so happy. Like I've had enough food, always have enough food for your, for your people. <laughs> um, that's yeah. a big tip. But um, yeah. So like, i i just i'm like it's about the culture of how you set the tone for your wedding and how i can help actually do that as a photographer because i am allowed to be playful and fun and add a bit of energy um so it's like how can i um either like settle settle with them because some again have a nice intimate um quieter families which happens um I don't know what I'd do if I was part of a quieter family, um, but that's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting to see how each wedding differs in regards to their personalities and the culture of how they actually set the tone for their wedding. Um, again, really long winded answer, but we're probably not surprised at this point. So it's good.
0: No, but I think that the the ultimate point that you were getting at, like you said, is it comes back to that culture Mm -hmm. and that concept of letting go. So disclaimer to all the listeners, this is probably about the 50th episode in a row that someone has said pretty much that. Yeah. So here you go, Jess. (laughs)
1: Look
0: at us. Every single person I ask this to, every single supplier is saying, pick people you like. Pick suppliers mm. you like. Ultimately, that is the most important factor. So, yeah. you know, make sure you know what you want for your wedding and that mm-hmm. you're not just doing things because you think you should or that's what you have at a wedding or that's what so and so said you should have. Make sure that it's behind your why yeah. for, for why you're booking that supplier. Then pick a supplier you actually like that you get along with. Yeah. Because that will reflect in how they do their job and how your day runs. If everybody is people that you like, the day just runs better. Yeah. And that concept of letting go. Once you've picked a supplier who's good at what they do and who you like, you can let go now. You don't have to stress anymore. You don't you have, have to control sure. everything. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. It's a theme. I should rename the podcast yeah. <laughs> or something. Like it, culture it's a theme. Legit. Culture <laughs> culture. And weddings. Wedding culture. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's out a great. Oh, you have to say it like that. Wedding culture. That's a wedding culture. Oh, look at you. That was
0: really good. (laughs) Oh
1: My goodness, look at you go. You could be at a voiceover for something.
0: It's the microphone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: And I guess we should probably talk about the flip side of that coin. So it's probably going to be, you're probably going to say something almost exactly the opposite to what you just said. But if we're thinking about the worst wedding or if you don't have an example of a worst wedding, because they're all pretty amazing. But if you've got, Ideas for things that can damage a wedding or that can hinder it from being a couple's best wedding? Do you have any advice in that regard?
1: Um, I think the thing that comes to mind, obviously, won't shed like extreme details because that's not super necessary, um, especially in this situation. (laughs) But I think the thing that I find the most. the thing that takes away from the joy of a lot of couples is either things that are happening in the family that they um, things that might be said on their wedding day um, that might come back to them at the reception and, and things kind of getting a little, a little bit like tense for them. Um, And I know it's, it's really, it's really hard to kind of let go of that stuff, but I think, and it's the same with planning, like in the planning process, it's, you, you want to make everyone happy. Like you want to make sure that everyone, especially in your family, um, like everyone is, is happy with what you're doing, but ultimately, like you were just saying, Heidi, like it's, it's about them and it's your day. And I know there's, you know, financial things that come into play with all of that. Um, for sure. But I think it's, um, if it's as, as, as a bride and groom, you guys shouldn't need to worry about those external things that are happening on your day. Um, and sometimes those things happen. And I think there's only been one wedding where I genuinely felt really uncomfortable, um, and had to go and call my husband who was at that point, just, we were dating and he was like, like, do you need to leave? And I said, I can't like for the couple's sake, I can't leave. Like, it's just it's for them that I'm, that I'm doing this for. And like, I was fine, but it. I think a, a lot of the things that can damage like the joy of a day is just a relational thing that's come up um, and has somehow like gone back to someone and things may get a little bit too crazy at the reception or too much drinking happens and something bizarre happens. And sometimes it's hilarious when alcohol comes into play and sometimes it's not so great. But um, I think especially, I haven't had that happen for ages and ages, but I think, a lot of it is just, yeah, the whole letting go of um, those external things. Cause on the day, this is, it's your day. Like it's all about you. And if you can have people that are aware of those things, like I had people on our wedding day who were aware of things that had been happening in our family and the things that were quite present in our family and the concerns that I knew that some people had, I made sure that someone else knew about it so that on the day, if anything happened, I would not know anything about it. Like that someone was like, they're going to be fine. Like everyone's sitting where they need to be sitting. Yeah. Um, good old all place, seating plan. on tables. Yeah. Oh my golly. Isn't all that just the, the best part plan. of planning a wedding? Oh, it's so good. And it comes good. so close to
0: the day. That's what.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You put it off and put it off and put it off. And you don't have to deal with it for ages until you get all your RSVPs and you chase everybody up. And then right when you're supposed to be getting excited about how great your wedding's going to be, you've now got to do
1: your seating plan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're like this and people do it in such different ways. Like I see the good old post-it note way quite a bit. Um, For me, it was because we had like three long tables. So for us, it was three long tables. And then like, we had to allocate like people who were going to be sitting closest to the bridal party table. And, and I'm a people, like I'm a, um, recovering people pleaser. So I was like, Oh no, this person's going to be real sad if they're not there. Like if they're not like the first people at the end of the table. Um, and ultimately I don't think people notice, but you know, it's just what, like you do it. You, the seating plans make you go insane. They're probably one of the most stressful parts about a wedding. And then when people, if something happens on the day and people get sick, which happens, hundred percent happens, um, or like things happen and, and people can't come, then you're like, that one seat like now do you just invite someone that's there like do you already now invite it's a table someone of everybody? nine instead
0: of ten what do i do <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: but ultimately the other nine people are going this is awesome we have more food this is really good that's for fun. us so yeah. so it's fine but oh man seating seating plans are yeah if yeah. that should be part of like a pre-marriage counseling i can tell yeah. you that much. <laughs> that is that is like insane yeah
0: The point that you're getting to, though, and we're probably getting off topic a little bit from photography, but because from your own personal experience, I kind of want to go down this pathway a little bit. (laughs) Um, I feel like one of the points that you're making is that people pleasing and maybe the, you know, not wanting to be confrontational or not wanting to get involved in Mm. conflict. When you're the person planning your wedding, you can very much feel obligated and you can very much feel like this event has to make everybody else happy and you can... You can end up making compromises in areas you may not actually want to or, you know, Mm. you can end up damaging your day as a result of those external opinions and those external factors that you actually shouldn't Mm. have to worry about. So, yeah, like it's a really interesting topic to talk about how weddings can bring out the worst in people. You know, weddings can can make loved ones go, but I deserve to be your maid of honour your maid of honour or I deserve to oh, sit man. close to the bridal table or mm-hmm. I don't want to sit next to Auntie Karen because I haven't spoken to her for 20 years why are you even inviting her like so many of these things can happen yeah. with a wedding and I feel so sorry for couples that have to deal with it yeah for so sure. yeah like, like you say being a people pleaser and, and compromising mm. in those areas probably isn't ideal for having your no. best
1: wedding. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but I and I think for I think for me in saying that, I am extremely lucky that I have a husband who is like Jess. Stop. <laughs> like, just let's strip this back a bit more. He's he like, who you? This? You know, yeah. yeah. So like, I'm I'm so lucky that I had him, and I have a beautiful sisters who are like, who had, who had been married before me, and they're like, trust me, it's not even yeah. worth this argument with this family member or um, yeah, but, but everything comes up and it's, it's amazing how when people get engaged, there's this beautiful excitement of just everything. There's not, I don't really find there's as much um, things that are a bit more like nitpicky towards the start of an engagement. Everyone's just excited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you get to the where you're like planning the wedding and even like the date, you can come down to the date for some people and they're like, this date is just, we can't do this date because this person has this thing that like it, it triggers off by this date or some, something bizarre that's like, why? Like, why should yeah. that be a thing for this person's wedding day? Um, but it, it, I think we don't hear about it a lot when it comes to yeah. people planning their weddings. They kind of go, oh, look, sometimes it's stressful, but, you know, we're really looking forward to it. And like, that's all that's all good if people don't want to share. But I think yeah. a lot of people don't always share because they're like, this should be the happiest and i'm actually really freaking out and there's so many family breakdowns happening right now or there's lots of vendor things that are happening that i just yay (laughs) so good um and like you don't hear about all those things like you really don't um and so i think it's it's great and i always ask my couples like is there anything you need me to be aware of on the day um I, yeah, I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with, with couples who are like, oh, look, it's been stressful. I'm like, I hear like, if they try and kind of keep talking, I'm like, that's totally fair enough. And that's completely normal. Like completely normal that things are like, all of a sudden everything is blown out of proportion. Like you said, weddings make people crazy. Like they, they make can, them excited, yeah. but they make them crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really true. And I, like, you don't hear about it much. And I think it's important especially being a vendor to know those things, because then you can be just a little like extra additional support just for them to be like, you're going to get through it. I know it's really hard, but um, like, let's do what we can. Like I'll do what I can as a photographer and as a person on the day to help be a buffer for those things or those things um, and do what I can to make these people happy and these people happy. It's like photos, like family photos, like, Oh, you need to get this photo with this family member. I know you've never met them, but you need to get a photo with them. I'm like, let's pop it in. We can, it'll be nice and quick. It's all good. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. So yes, make people crazy. Um, They're great fun, but definitely lots that isn't always shared in a process of planning.
0: And that's really good advice though. Like you say, not everybody talks about it. Not everybody talks about it a lot and that's completely Mm. understandable. So, hey, talk to your vendors, talk to your suppliers Mm. because we're pretty experienced in the industry and we've probably seen it before. We might have some advice. We might have a way to work around whatever issue you're having. We might just be a really good sounding board where you can vent to us and we're not mm. going to throw any more stress at you. If anything, we're just going to try and make it easier for you. So yeah, I would think maybe chatting to your vendors is a really good tip there. Mm, for sure. Look, I think that's pretty much it from me anyway, Jess. So unless you have any other little words of wisdom you might like to to pop in there,
1: no, I think ev- like everything that I guess we've we've both spoken about, especially in a relational sense, like it's it's supposed to be the best day ever. Let it be the best day ever. Like. Let things go. Um, talk to you. Like make sure if you've, you're really close with certain family members, talk to them about how you're feeling. Um, again, talk to your vendors. Like just let it be the best day ever. And in, I always tell my couples: I know things can get really stressful, but enjoy the process because yeah. that's something you won't get back. So even in all that stress, even in all the stress of doing a seating plan try and make it fun. Like make sure you still have your date nights, make sure you still have those little moments where you're not doing any wedding planning, have your dinners out where you don't talk about it um, and just get excited about it. Cause having a wedding is the greatest. It's really focus
0: cool. on the bits that you're really happy about. Like, yeah, the seating plan can yeah. be stressful or other external factors or family issues or whatever stress it is that you're going through the budget, whatever. If you can not think about that, for a night and instead yeah. talk about the flowers or the food or whatever it is that makes you happy then yeah do that plan that
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: oh it's been <laughs> oh, so good. fun chatting with you jess i've really enjoyed this session you were heaps, oh. heaps of fun
1: <laughs> oh, very good no stacks of fun it's been fun to um hear not like not being out to not only share kind of background on what i do and the things that I kind of believe in regards to weddings and things like that and what's important and what's not as important, but it's always good to hear from someone else and their little inputs and takeaways from things. So thanks Heidi. I really appreciate it. You're amazing for um, just allowing suppliers to come and have a chat. So it's really cool. Oh,
0: thank you. You're too kind. All right. Well, you take care and uh, yeah, we'll keep in contact. We'll talk again soon. I'm sure.
1: Sounds like a plan. Thanks Heidi.
0: As always, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Effortless Weddings podcast. Give the Instagram at Effortless Weddings a follow. This is where I promote upcoming episodes and also ask you for your feedback on who you want to hear from, what information you need to know and what areas you might need a hand with. If you happen to have some positive things to say and might like to help encourage others to join the tribe, give us a little review on your preferred podcast streaming service. And to keep hearing more great wedding advice from some of the best the industry has to offer, hit subscribe and get notified each week as new episodes drop. Once again, my name is Heidi, and if you have any questions, ideas for an episode, or even want to share your wedding planning stories, feel free to contact me. All of my links and information will be listed in the episode description. Thanks again for listening. Keep doing happy dances and remember that life is always better when sprinkled with cheesy love stuff.